everybody. It's Eddie Sanchez of The Bad Promoter coming at you on a Saturday night. We just got finished watching Archer Better Beef completely dismantle Marcus Brown after what seemed like it would be a difficult fight. But uh, as always, before we get into that, the drink of the night is a Dos Equis. I had a nice six-pack with me while I enjoyed this this fight. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. So yeah, Archer Better Beef, um, he won by a ninth-round knockout against uh, Marcus Brown. Marcus Brown, a very talented guy, um, you know, defensive first, likes to utilize some movement, but he got caught after a few rounds in the sense of uh, Archer Betterbeeve uh, gaining him inside and uh, using the strength and power to uh, kind of force the action on him and impose his will to where they're meeting in the middle and eventually pushing him against the ropes. Um, I will say, though, that Marcus Brown did a good job of uh, tagging Betterbeeve early, and uh, Betterbeeve looked pretty hittable. Um, his face was pretty bruised up early on, um, and I think the incidental headbutt uh, ended up playing a, a minor factor in terms of uh, Better Beef getting tagged. He was bleeding profusely, and uh, that blood, of course, would be, you know, hurting his vision um, a little bit, and you know, might might uh, affect uh, his motor skills in terms of uh, his read and reacting, um, how he's going to move around and maneuver during a fight. So. You know, we got a sense that that tied in with the fact that he's, you know, starting to get up there in age. He's 36 years old, about to be 37. Yeah, he looked pretty hittable. And, uh, you know, there's guys out there, namely uh, Dimitri Bivol, um, the winner of Joe Smith Jr. versus Callum Johnson and Canel Alvarez. They're looking at this fight tonight and, uh, you know, they're saying, like, hey, yeah, you know, I can probably take this guy. Um, but that's not to say better be visit class. Uh He's won, he just won his 17th fight. Um, he's undefeated. All fights have been won by knockout. And yeah, he looks good to go. Um, he's going to need some time, of course, to fix that that cut on his forehead. Um, for sure going to need some crazy stitches for that. But, uh, you know, we'll see him again, hopefully by the end of the year. You never know with this light heavyweight division. Uh, they like to take their time and, uh, you know, sit on the sidelines a little bit. But I think we'll get, I think we'll get him out there again. Um, I mentioned Bivol last week. He had a pretty uninspiring and uneventful win. Um, he's kind of known as the boogeyman within the division. Um, but I think a lot of that also has to do with the fact that, uh, you know, largely besides like say Joe Smith Jr. Uh, actually, no, he, he's fought some good, he's fought some good guys. I think as of late when people have been asking for the better beef fight, I think people just kind of look at his opponents and they're like, ah, you know, like. I don't know about this one. I don't really, I don't really, not necessarily that I don't care, but it's clear that everyone wants Better Beef uh, versus Bivol. Um, but likewise, there's a lot of people who want Better Beef versus Joe Smith Jr. And Joe Smith Jr. has a fight on January 15th against Callum Johnson. Uh, that's going to be really, it's going to be really telling to see uh, how Joe Smith Jr. can uh, handle a guy like Callum Johnson. You know, once he's kind of, uh, stepped up in class to face uh, Dimitri Bivol. Um, not to say he got outclassed, but the skill difference um, between the two, it was pretty pretty notable, and uh, he ended up losing that fight by a wide margin. Of course, his power was still felt, and Bivol was first to acknowledge that, but it wasn't enough to uh, obviously win the fight or make an imprint in terms of um, you know keeping him on the same par 
I think a lot of people look at him as a minor step below, better be even bivol. But in that same breath, you take a guy like Joe Smith Jr., who's tough as nails, um, you know, is a guy that uh, isn't afraid to mix it up with you. Um, you know, he's relentless in terms of his output. I think you match him against uh, Arthur Betterbeeve, and you're going to get a fire a firework matchup. And the way Betterbeeve looked tonight in terms of him being a little more hittable, uh, you know, there's a lot of potential for um, a quote-unquote upset there. So that's a potential unification fight that I'm looking forward to as well. Um, of course, he needs to handle business against Callum Johnson first. But, you know, if I had the option uh, of Better Beaver versus Joe Smith Jr. or Better Beaver and Bivol next. I would I would personally rather see the Joe Smith Jr. fight. I think that would be a nice ESPN pay-per-view. Um, it's pretty much guaranteed to get a knockout out of that fight, uh, just given both of their skill sets and both of their power. Um, and yeah, like I, I really, really want to see that fight. Now, of course, everyone is talking about Canelo Alvarez because you know he's number one pound for pound. He has fought at 175 before. Uh, the rumors are that he's going to face Makabu in uh, the cruiserweight division. Um, you know, as all as always with boxing, uh, I kind of live by uh, believe it when I see it, or rather, yeah, when I see it, that's when I will believe it. And um, you know, not not to say that I doubt him or his team, but you know, promoters, fighters, their teams, networks, people talk a lot, and they just kind of throw things out there, throw different scenarios. Um, We've at least confirmed that it's a possibility. Like WBC said that they're willing to make it happen. Um, it's just one of those situations where Canelo might be talked into sticking at one, or not rather sticking, but like jumping to 175, handling business there before thinking about a move like that, um, which would quote unquote just be like a legacy style fight. Um, you know, Canelo has three class opponents or potential opponents uh, in uh, Dimitri Bivol, Joe Smith Jr., and uh, Arthur Betterbeef. And one thing that I think is important to note, Joe Smith Jr. and Betterbeef both have ties to ESPN. So if Canelo wanted to fight on that network, that's that's a prime opportunity right there. And of course, uh, Dimitri Bivol, he fights on DAZN, and Canelo has great, great relations with them. So, you know, there's a lot of possibilities for him. And uh, I, I would say there's not too many roadblocks to making that happen. Now, we just we just need to see what happens in mid-January with Joe Smith Jr., and then we'll get a better sense of where the division lies at that point. Um, we'll also figure out whether Makabu wins his, uh, his mandatory bout. And if so, if he does, then literally all cards are on the table, and Canelo is truly free to pick whichever one he wants. And uh, it'll be it'll be really interesting. Um, a little bit more on this fight tonight. Archer Betterbeev, man, he's awesome. Like his power, his relentless relentlessness, um, just his ability to not get discouraged when it seemed like he was getting hit a little more than he's used to. Um, he wasn't getting discouraged by his opponent's like fighting style or anything like that. It, it was just it was a nice showing, and. Um, I'm, I was really I was really happy with this fight, and I think I think a guy like him, man, he wants to test himself to the limits, and I want to see him fight Canelo, and I know him and his team probably want that as well. Obviously, of course, money aside, but just for what it would mean to fight someone who's number one pound for pound, and uh, you know, 
put his knockout streak and his undefeated streak to the test uh, against that type of skill set, man, you know he wants that fight. Um, but like I said, I want to see him and you know Joe Smith Jr. Assuming Joe Smith Jr. wins this fight first, um, you know there's a lot of if ands and buts though. You know Archer Betterbeev has to get stitches on his forehead. We'll see how long that takes. Um, he's notoriously known to sit on the sidelines in between bouts a little, you know, a little long. Um, he had trouble making weight for this fight. He weighed in at 175.2 pounds. You know, he had to take extra time to lose that extra weight. And he looked pretty slim, man. Uh, he didn't look, uh, you know, the fullest that you would kind of hope for someone uh, the day before a fight. But obviously it didn't matter. He still won. But, yeah, it's just one of those things where you look at those situations and you wonder, like, how much longer he can, you know, keep fighting at the... Not not keep fighting at this weight class, but just, you know, keep putting in the work to get out there and fight, you know? He's about to be 37 years old. That's pretty old for someone in boxing. Um, and someone like him who, you know, they say power, power lives on, but it's also just one of those things where you just never know these days. All people are built differently. Um, but... I hope sooner rather than later we'll get a fight like Better B versus Canelo. Um, I think Canelo, uh, not to say he needs an excuse, but given the fact that Better B has to have sti uh, stitches on his forehead, I don't think he would be ready for a May fight anyway. So I think there'd be a, or you know, he could if he really wanted to, but you know, I think for someone. As high level as him, he'd want to have more time to properly heal, properly train, and get ready for a full camp. I think Canelo can kind of play off the situation like, I'm going to go handle business at Cruiserweight, build up my strength, get myself up to the 180 pounds, which his team already said, like, that's the max they're going to go, even though uh, Makabu would likely be at 200. Um, you know, 180 pounds, that's only 5 pounds more than the light heavyweight limit when he wants to eventually drop down, which I assume would be the next fight for, like, say, September. 2022 um that's the prime opportunity for that to happen now again i do want to see joe smith jr for better beef versus better beef so there's also potential for say canelo to fight makabu fight bivol um in september on the zone let's say better beef and joe smith jr the second half of 2022 handle business and whomever comes out on top that sets up a a full unification for the division in early 2023. Of course, we don't want to look too far ahead, man. Uh, you know, 2022 hasn't even started yet. We still have a couple more days in this year. But, uh, you know, as always with boxing, it's kind of hard to not look ahead. You always got to think of what's on the other corner. Um, no stone is ever going to be left unturned. And, yeah, there's a lot of potential out there. Now, you know, one more thing before I before I go. Um just want to finish off with uh, Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley too tomorrow night. That's going to be, you know, one of those interesting bouts. Of course, it's not going to be on the same level of class as Better Beef's fight. Um, you know, Jake Paul's a YouTuber. Tyron Woodley is a ex-UFC fighter. But, you know, as always, it's, it's one of those things that's really good for the sport in the sense of um, viewership. And uh, a prime example, Amanda Serrano is going to be on the undercard. And this is going to be a really good opportunity for people to really see her skill set. And I think, you know, putting a, a really, a really, really, really good uh, woman fighter out there, uh, 
on a fight on this magnitude in terms of the amount of viewership and press it's going to get, it's going to be a, a really good opportunity for women's boxing in general. And, um, you know, that's one thing that you can always look to. You can be negative and be like, hey, like, I don't know if he deserves, you know, getting a fight on Showtime pay-per-view, so on and so forth. But, you know, he's at least putting, when I say he, I mean, honestly, everyone involved in putting this type of bout together, Steven Espinoza, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley, all their teams, they, rather, they're, they're making an effort to at least, uh, you know, get some eyeballs on uh, one of the best uh, women fighters in the world. So I'm going to, I'm definitely going to tune in tomorrow. It's going to be very interesting, but as always, thank you for a great night and, uh, man, let's, let's sleep, let's sleep good knowing that we saw a great fight out of better beef. All right, everybody keep up with me on, uh, the bad and as always check us out on, uh, Twitter and Instagram at the bad promoter.